0: the prisoner podcast hey it's imprisoned in prison it's an other uh, prisoner podcast but hey hey <laughs> i don't know we, we record what's these, up we record these what's up? sporadically so we don't we i think we forget the format from episode to episode what format exactly i do know this we're talking about the prisoner episode a b and c today the those remark, are
1: not one episode not three different episodes
0: right it could have been four because they bring up the d eventually
1: Remarked. yeah they do they do slip in the d in the end
0: did you just introduce yourself like under your breath
1: yes i'm mark hi <laughs> okay I'm, that was like the most i'm, local... I'm here
0: i never said i'm mad i actually just said you're mark and then don't and then... look at me you're matt there that's 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 all i wanted i wanted to be introduced
1: <laughs> mm, um everybody wants to be introduced remember that song everyone just wants to be
0: introduced my tears for fears yes okay um no that's everybody wants to be intubated okay <laughs> This is this is A, B, and C though. Um, I I was like I felt bad yesterday. I was like, oh yeah, this is your summary too. And you're like, am I do trivia? You always do the trivia for this one. I remember that part of the format. Tell us the trivia for this one. The trivia for this one
1: is. This episode was tenth in production order, but third originally aired. Veteran director Pat Jackson is on deck for this episode. He previously had directed works such as Seventy Deadly Pills and No Pay. No place like Homicide and continued to work well into the 1970s. He'll be back to direct three more prisoner episodes.
0: Homicide, not homicide.
1: Well, the joke doesn't really work if you say homicide.
0: Okay, just checking.
1: Also British, you know, I think they always say homicide. Call Luke real quick and ask him if they always say homicide. Okay, anyway. Anthony Skeen returns once again to write, having previously penned Dance of the Dead. He'll be back for one more Prisoner episode after this. Colin Gordon is our number two, and he's the second of the two number twos who appear more than once. He made a name for himself on British stages in the 1930s, first playing as the hind legs of a horse in Toad of Toad Hall. He would go on to act in films such as The Day They Robbed the Bank of England, Why Bother to Knock, and The Horse Masters*. He'll be back next episode for the second of his two appearances as number two. Sheila Allen plays number 14. She had years of previous British TV experience and had a long career after this. Her last two acting credits were Love Actually and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Now for the letters. Peter Bowles plays A. He had a long career before and after this show, acting in The Stiff Key Scandals of 1932 and A Day in the Death of Joe Egg. He passed away earlier this year in 2022 at the age of 85. Annette Carell plays B. She was born in Germany in 1926 and had a career spanning the 50s and 60s acting in such series as Outbreak of Murder and The Human Jungle. Like many actors on The Prisoner, she passed away within a year of the series airing in late 1967. Finally, Catherine Kath plays C, a.k.a. Madame Angadine. Born in France with a career in both French and English TV and film, she was in The Cupboard Was Bare and Peril for the Guy and made it onto one episode of The Benny Hill Show. She kept acting well into the 1980s and passed away in 2012.
0: Now you're finished. Trivia. Okay. You could just go like, "Mm," and then I'll know you're finished or something. Trivia over. (laughs) Summary start.
1: Summary begin our number two gets a phone call offering him (laughs) our number two gets a phone call ordering him to step up efforts to extract information from number six specifically the reason he resigned number 14 has a machine and a drug to monitor number six's dreams and see what he would have done in a given situation number two's research says that six was most likely to sell it to three people code named a b and c and they were all present at a party in paris Hosted by Madame Angadine. 14 says they can only use three doses of the drug because four would kill him. Some goons bring number six into the lab and he's injected and hooked up to the machine. Two and 14 watch number six's vision of the party unfold and watch him have a conversation with A, a gentleman with a mustache, who then abducts him and then has all of his henchmen physically demolished by number six. Later, after he wakes up, number six realizes that he's been drugged, but plays along anyway, and his nightly tea knocks him out later that evening. We see number six enter the dream party once again, and he meets up with B, a female spy. She tries to see if he will sell out to her, but then number 14 gets impatient, so she starts controlling B directly, feeding her lines, which leads number six to distrust the entire process and back off within the dream. Number two has decided that C must be the only person left, but number six has sabotaged the experiment by diluting the drug and faking drinking the tea after figuring out what was going on. In the dream, C turns out to be Madame Angadine herself, and Six agrees to go with her to meet her superior, who number 14 labels as D. But then two and 14 watch as number six pulls the mask off D to reveal number two himself within the dream, revealing that number six has full control. And then shows them travel brochures assuring them that he only resigned to take a holiday.
0: Summary so, end. So, so we've answered the question. Series over. You're just taking yep. a holiday. Okay. Unless it, the, the Lorax?
1: Unless. What, yeah, that's, what if that's that, that was? Lor- that's what the Lorax says. That was a work.
0: We still have like, what, 10 episodes or something to go. So, I suppose. Yes, we don't know, do we? About. That's right. Is, so, what do think about is this the lamest number two
1: he's he's just they're all so funny in their own way
0: yeah this guy just steps right into it like every way like, possible
1: yeah. <laughs> you hear his voice in the beginning and he's kind of like yeah you are number six he's kind of like eye pitched
0: and he looks i mean he always looks mildly confused
1: yeah he's great
0: yeah yeah <laughs> he's very funny i mean you know i mean i, I love how the episode just ends with the 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 phallic phone ringing and you know he's getting fired and whatever that means in number two land yeah the largest phone is the one that number one calls them on (laughs) yeah do you you think number twos are are firing squad or they sent to the farm up north country or what well you know to pull the curtain back a little bit we know it'll be back for one more
1: episode and it's the next episode chronologically and most if not all of the episode
0: orders oh okay is so there that, is some is that, debate
1: on the, about the continuity of the two we should probably discuss that more next yeah yeah view the next episode
0: yeah my dvd here promises that it makes sense that way so there was a whole section of wikipedia about it and i didn't read it yet okay that's probably fine um yeah i mean it's i guess every episode's kind of mk autry it's, it's isn't the first time i guess it's the first time we've uh put six in the weird room is it because well in the very first episode we saw the one guy like you know speaking in tongues or something behind, behind a porthole window
1: well the interesting thing to me is this is sort of the first episode that where number six escaping has n- like the plot doesn't have anything to do with number six trying to escape
0: that's true and it also is i mean number six is basically the victor in this bizarre mind battle where Usually he gets like kind of like twisted at the end. I mean, not not like yeah. twisted, but like there's a twist at the end which puts him back where he started. Whereas this one, I guess he maybe that's why number two has to return because he he kind of wins in this particular episode.
1: Yeah, usually number six thinks he's getting one over on everyone, and he gets humbled. And it, this is just sort of the opposite,
0: right? Exactly. So I I don't know. I guess that's I mean what you're what. This is six episodes. Well we don't know how many episodes and this is tenth in production order so you gotta gotta play with the formula a little bit by then right Not that this show has a for sure. formula to start with but <laughs> it does and it doesn't yeah it's, okay
1: it's <laughs> it's a weird it's a weird rhythm for sure but
0: right up at the start all that weird lighting did feel very like hammer film yeah, for sure. I thought that was kind of cool because I don't think we've seen much of that in here. Oh, oh, and uh, just for the other observation, um, have we have we seen sixes like swank, uh, sleepy time style, fashion styles yet? I think we have actually. Okay. because there's just... been a couple of times when he
1: wakes up and looks out the window, kind yeah, of. Just... Feel oh like yeah, a lot.
0: I'm just wondering if we've seen that awesome like kind of like tiger stripe, the uh, bathrobe before because like, that's that's cool. I want that.
1: Yeah, me too. Maybe because I, I was have-
0: sleepy, I, d- I had to finish the episode this morning because I was just like falling asleep last night. So, <laughs> so I guess I'm jumping ahead here, but this uh,
1: touches pretty hard on the uh, subject of lucid dreams, and you're the o- only one of
0: the two of us who has any experience with that. Yeah, but it's a little different here because they're like they're. Uh, he's lucid in the last part, I guess, right? yeah that's what i'm talking about that's why i said jumping ahead oh right because a and b he is just having a vivid dream that's being controlled um i guess we could argue if the drug is creating the situation and he's simply not asleep at all and just faking that well you could also argue that if
1: anything he even does in his dream has any bearing on anything and that actually would happen then that's the whole basis of their entire experiment
0: yeah, by by. C, I guess we can say, yes, he is lucid. But it's, I mean, it's not like the normal way, you know? It's in like a weird mind controlly way. Yeah.
1: I At first, I sort of misunderstood when I was first watching this. And I was like, oh, they have AI. Which <laughs> is, <just>, like, terrifying. <laughs> you just put AI into someone's dream using a drug. And <laughs> that's pretty scary, right?
0: Now, of course, what I was thinking more was... um Dr. Ewan Cameron's psychic driving. I think we've talked about that before, have we? Or not? Mm-hmm. So, yes, for sure. So people would come in just like, I have mild depression. And then he put them in like an induced coma for like three weeks while playing tapes and stuff, which was supposed to... And then a bunch of them came out weird, you know? They came in for like something relatively minor. And then Dr. Cameron apparently just like scrambled their brains.
1: Yeah, I think that he would be very welcome to uh join the staff
0: in the village oh yeah half of the stuff that's going on in the in the in the number two layer is like that sort of stuff right <laughs> but that was after this wasn't it was that the 70s no it was early 60s so, uh, well uh-huh. i mean it was happening concurrently in canada um i think i think this is prime time for that but i, I don't know if it was like public knowledge yet so
1: Feel like it kind of wasn't, but who knows? What if what if Patrick McGuin just sort of knew the guy and was like, uh oh, old chap, there's a I heard about all this psychic driving nonsense.
0: <laughs> he, pro- he probably was just a spy, that's why the show exists. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that tracks. Was it a Chuck Barris? Is it that uh, the confessions of a dangerous mind kind of vibe, you know? Yeah, I wish that. Unfortunately, he admitted
1: that he faked all of it.
0: No, I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying that kind of vibe, you know. But I wish he'd are- just taken the secret to his grave, so we could at least like speculate about it. You know, I, I, I mean, I, he probably wasn't 100 percent lying about it. I, uh, I know Peter Twerk from the Monkeys said when the monkeys were sent sent down to Brazil or somewhere in South America, they were literally asked for by the CIA just to observe and report. You know, while they were on tour.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's some truth to that but it also could have been like some guy was a huge fan of the monkeys and he just wanted to uh
0: um talk to them <laughs> who
1: knows well i mean that makes perfect I mean,
0: <laughs> that's not quite asking them to spy it's, that's just the cia being like tell us what you see you know that's a little different they're not telling him to mm-hmm. break into the presidential palace and steal papers or anything you know or I maybe hope they, they told did. the help thee tell the fbi
1: about that like secret fuck chamber they had in the monkeys tv series
0: (laughs) yeah sure why not (laughs) (laughs) you know Uh, like obviously when dennis rodman went to north korea when he came back they were asking him you know i'm sure there were government officials asking him detailed questions about what he saw you know yeah i hope he i don't know what i hope he did
1: I have really mixed feelings about celebrities right now. Things are getting weird. Okay. We have yeah, a sure. fake smart guy running Twitter right now. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Now, I don't know you're dating this episode.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: yeah, and also Kanye West is like complete, completely melting town. And oh, as of this making, recording, hasn't killed anyone yet.
0: He's been making awesome speeches for years now. Yeah. But, uh, Getting, I guess, back into this one. Oh, here's what I actually, since you mentioned Lucid Dream, I put in my notes, it's that not-quite-Lucid Dream kind of party. That's during A and B when I wrote that. So, um, Hmm. Oh, and then I wrote Everybody Wants to Rule the World, so I was already on the tiers. Were you looking at my notes? I don't know. I skimmed your notes really quick because you sent them to me right when you started the Zoom meeting. That's when I finished the episode. (laughs) Ah, okay.
1: Well, yeah, I finished my episode at 5 p.m., so...
0: I don't know what time clearly it is i'm you. more dedicated that's seven oh, okay so yeah that's how we, that's how we roll this sometimes <laughs> yeah see the pants yeah
1: yeah they've um they nailed dream logic pretty well but it this. does have that's, that kind of
0: inception thing of like it's not as weird as i want dreams to be
1: but that but it's but it's more like as weird as dreams are i feel like something that's as weird as dreams that actually nails how weird dreams are is like Existence. even you know, it's not supposed to be a dream, but right, yeah, everyone's kind of uh,
0: yeah. But, Lost Highway, you know, David Lynch films for sure. Yeah, David
1: Lynch films, Mulholland Drive. I mean, the thing is, is that it's hard to make that kind of stuff entertaining. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I
0: guess in in this case, they should have just. Uh, I mean, they they needed to give him a somewhat realistic or hope. He had a somewhat realistic situation. The drug induces the party, too, I guess, somehow.
1: Yeah, that was a really confusing part to me. I was like, oh, they have. That was why I thought they had AI, because I'm just still don't understand how the the drug can make a party happen.
0: I guess we could assume there's a base drug to induce the party, like, you know, just like smells or some sensory stuff, right? Um, maybe they have that because well, it, it, that one could have been like less dangerous which is why it didn't come up as like the super experimental gonna kill him drug i don't
1: know what makes less sense like the f- possibly they can induce the party or the possibility that they can know that there are three people he could sell out to at a specific party but they don't know who the people are like that's the confusing <laughs> that's a really confusing part to me
0: well maybe he supplied that information in his questionnaire when he entered the village He just wouldn't answer that last question. Why did you resign? You know, he left that one blank. What if he just set up this whole thing in the first place and none of those people are even real? Which oh the oh the people in the dream were not. (laughs) Like none of it was real. Yeah. yeah, Of course, of course he set it up. But um yeah. Like yeah, yeah. And anyway, yeah, it had to be a convincing situation, I suppose. So I'm just assuming maybe there's like a base, you know, it's like when people do makeup, they have to put on like the foundation before they put on the before they put on the the, the whatever they put on because I don't do makeup that often second foundation then you put on the third
1: foundation then you put on the the pancake mm, and then you okay. put on the eyeliner and then the mascara and then you put on the lipstick and then you put on the the uh, outer lipstick and then you put on the third found fourth foundation and then you put on the the, the uh,
0: second foundation is the one that can read second your mind right foundation. yeah second foundation is the one that can read your mind yes okay just just making sure it's been a little while um yeah i guess you would learn more about makeup wouldn't you <laughs> i just know my my wife we we're at the the kines home which is like a um it's like a combination walmart home depot sort of thing and she's like oh i want to check this mascara here let me put it on you and and she's there it will come right off and then it didn't come off and i went around <laughs> like alex from a clockwork orange all day yes
2: <laughs>
0: how many
1: people do you think saw you and they were you were like the first white person they ever saw ah uh, come on you on a you've given day, day. <laughs> and on a
0: given day yeah sure know, it's, like, it's not like it's not like you don't see people in japan sometimes
1: but maybe somebody saw you and you were the first white person they ever saw and they thought that just white people just did that
0: yeah yeah white people do just do that don't they you, you can it's see true that on, you can see that on twitter um, I can definitely. I'd I'd do it. I do like. Um, this one definitely gives you a, a another straight on spy scene. I, I've been noticing that increasing in the episodes. Yeah, a little, little more. Like at first, it's just like no no spy stuff, right? And now we get a full on like Bond battle. So that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it was great. <laughs> he just took all <laughs> those guys out. <laughs> Danger man. Yeah. So and you get a woman with a gun to her head, and he right, screams. Right. He screams, who are you, at her. I'm, I'm keeping track of everything he screams, and I just want to make a super cut of all of it at the end of this podcast. <laughs> who are you?
0: Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm just, I'm trying not to scream because because my wife's working in the next room, but otherwise I would have screamed the intro. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's 7 a.m. where you are, 6 a.m., 3 a.m.? No, it's 9 a.m. It's not that bad. 9 a.m. Oh, Almost oh. ready for uh.
0: Japanese Thanksgiving, right? Uh, to work. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give Curry thanks. tonight. I'm having some curry tonight.
1: Yeah, hey, sounds great. Yeah, Thanksgiving curry. You give, you give thanks to um to the Chinese for when you occupied them. No, yeah, <laughs> sure. Why thing? not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, no, uh, I
0: think I brought up it before. It'd probably be the Ainu in in that case, but right, right, right. <laughs> um sure. yeah Yeah. having that's the hokkaido tribe that uh got kind of shoved out if, if people aren't that knowledgeable about that that's japan you, which people generally aren't i found so yeah and you pretend that you sit at a table with them and, and you're friends now just well like I, we I had we, i had a trip to hokkaido a few years ago and the, the company put us in this like super nice hotel which might must have been like insanely expensive right but it was <laughs> like it was like i knew style and stuff like done up vegas or something it was really weird so oh yeah. cool like it was you know big budget I, I think i can send some pictures to you or whatever but uh do yeah. it um let's see number 6 kicks assassin shoes these these drugs have some gnarly hangovers it doesn't look like he's enjoying his days in between
1: I mean, it's kind of messed up that they literally inject him like
0: on his wrist
1: that seems like really dangerous right well
0: they have to get it in an artery i guess i mean that or the neck right i guess i'm not
1: i'm never i don't think i've ever had anything injected into my wrist it's always like in my arm or something yeah right? can't you can't go for the don't they usually go for the anti-elbow i think it's just like spurt goes all spurt spurt if they is there a name for that
0: the other side of your spurt, elbow. spurt no no the other side uh, of your elbow it's gotta have a name it's like one of those, like, George Carlin... yeah, see, that's my point. There's not like, like, uh, I remember the George Carlin, bit. like, there's no name for those little lines <laughs> under your nose, right?
1: <laughs> huh? Well, uh, there's
0: if probably some going... Latin
1: name that, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, there might be some medical term for both of those, but it's not like, in it's not in our conventional language. So it's like, what do you call it? But yeah, yeah. It, I'd expect them to maybe do it there. I mean, that way he wouldn't just look at it. I mean, it's like really obvious. Like it it was like a gash of a, of a injection hole.
1: Okay. Well, Merriam Webster says it's a weenus.
0: Seriously? Yes. No,
1: (laughs) (laughs) no, I'm sorry, but it it does.
0: No. Which part is that?
1: It's either it's uh Oh no, no. That's the loose skin on the outside of your elbow oh uh, that's a weenus yeah that's so, a weenus
0: so, so i can go around showing my elbow and feeling like hey everyone look at my weenus yep okay uh okay.
1: the actual thing you were looking for is a cubital fossa
0: that's the other side of the elbow
1: cubital fossa
0: okay how, how about the things under your nose uh let's see how do you even look that up the lines under your nose google? yeah okay yeah i guess george carlin <laughs> didn't have google no he did not nasolabial folds okay you yeah, see not common language stuff though right so oh wait that says
1: uh, run f- skin folds that run from each side of the nose oh i think that is that the... what he's talking about like the inside yeah that's those okay you're talking yeah. about like under the
0: nose yeah uh go on dr mark <laughs>
1: nose oh they're called nose to mouth line no they're not uh god nasolabial folds it keeps telling me that it really wants to tell me that
0: okay maybe that's what they are i i anyway yeah like you just like hey i got those lines under your nose right lines
1: directly under nose god, it just wants to tell me phil wait filtrum? i
0: was the, sure i think i might have even
1: heard that Filtrum. Word
0: okay i think i've heard that yeah before. there it is it's a filtrum. I'm 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 most excited about discovering the weenus, of course, but uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you'll discover the weenus, all right. Uh, <laughs> Philtrum, yeah, there you go. Okay, P h i l t r u m.
0: I have heard that term before somewhere, but I did not. Obviously, I did not memorize it.
1: Well, guess what? You're not going to memorize it this time either.
0: Oh, um, this is this is a deep dive. I don't even know if you've seen this, but. You mentioned we mentioned like Lost Highway, Existence, all that stuff. But my my favorite dream thing ever is an SCTV sketch called Dream Interpretation, which is a little bit similar to this episode where they got like Andrea Martin. Like I don't think they're giving her deadly experimental drugs and that because it's a comedy sketch. But they have her sleeping and you know it's like um, Rick Moranis is like watching her dream and interpreting it in real time.
1: Mm-hmm. But that it sounds awesome. I don't remember that at all.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, like I said, it's a real deep cut. I think it's like early SCTV, like not and the stuff that made like the Shout Factory DVDs.
1: Mm, damn. But,
0: but, uh, that, that for me has always been kind of my favorite dream thing. Also, because it's, you know, just funny and, 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 and super insane. They go, you know, they lean full on into absurdist dream logic and stuff, right?
1: I think my favorite is the Pink Panther cartoon, Psychedelic Pink. Oh yeah, that
0: one is good, isn't it?
1: I must. Have, did I show that to you? No, I saw it when I was a kid.
0: Okay, yeah, it's know.
1: like they they go. It's like they mess with the credits and everything. It's just so crazy. Like trying yeah, to find any information on why they made that or how, but because it was
0: a swing in sixties, man. Yeah, but nineteen
1: sixty eight. You know, same year as uh, the Prisoner.
0: Yellow submarine. Yeah, sure. Or the year after. Uh, sorry that was a, oh oh yeah i was just like this had some of the more, more obvious rear projection i've ever seen yeah it did <laughs> <laughs> all to do right like, well it's a dream because then they show up at the at the quote unquote office which is a castle and now it's daytime and then he opens the door and now it's nighttime in paris and she's like i got to go back to the party so it kind of does break down into dream logic in the end because the first the first two party iterations are definitely um just a party right and some fighting Mm -hmm. whereas the third one gets a little weirder possibly because you know number six is a little more in control now so maybe the weird dreaminess can can uh, you know take flight a little more yeah it was definitely really
1: trippy towards the end because there was a whole thing where when he enters the dream world to meet c it's all like sideways and tilted and then just seeing him walk into the facility at the end was trippy (laughs) itself like
0: you know like so i guess i should say they they didn't completely issue that sort of thing so yeah they just got but they they didn't go full whack you know like i wanted to be like my dreams (laughs) well i mean
1: i don't know what to compare it to because i haven't watched a lot of 1960s late 1960s television but it feels pretty trippy for that at least
0: so, um, I guess you know, rate the the mind game in this episode. Is it all just absurd blibber blabber? Was it purposeful? How, how do you feel? You know, they we play mind games on number six every week. That's the point of the show. So, how does this one rate for you? I'd give it a
1: seven.
0: I was looking more for it, uh, just talking about it. I mean, you can give it a seven if you want too. <laughs> <I know. laughs> It has a seven now. It's if too it's late. You can't unrate it. Seven um, out of how many? We don't even know. Okay,
1: a million. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's a <real> low rating. <laughs>
0: I was just saying, compared to the other mind. What if it was like
1: seven out of nine?
0: Then it have big boobs. Yes. Okay. Exactly, and that's big boobs.
1: <laughs> so um, I mean, it, it's you know, you it's like a thing where you get to see number six vulnerable in a different way, which is just it's always fun to see him kind of get i know he's like our protagonist but it's fun to see him kind of get messed with in different ways
0: yeah and, and to see him come up on top a little bit in this one i'm just looking through the ones we've done so far and uh we had the political mind game of course um just the the, the real life mind manipulation of meeting people uh trying to be oh the escape yeah him just trying to escape and that being a mind game yeah i think for me that uh, i think for me this kind of is the most fun one because i i you know you want the weird psychological stuff right which i think as the series goes we kind of drop into a little more because you know brute is kind of like brute force and just like general subterfuge so now we're getting into like the the trippier stuff i guess
1: yeah as much as i like when rover comes and and it absorbs people and stuff like that it's it's a little more fun to kind of go inwards sometimes.
0: Yeah. Weird drug factory seems more fun in that case. So
1: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Especially when the drugs are kind of inexplicable and, and mysterious.
0: Right. Right. So I I like that. So I I do think this is my favorite of the mind games thus far.
1: Perhaps. Um, Go ahead. I don't know if I have a if I had to pick a favorite mind game. I mean, Dance of the Dead was pretty good.
0: Yeah. 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 Sorry, I, I, I that was that when I kind sk- of skimmed over <laughs> the old friend. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that one's still kind of like the um. It's like
1: still- there's they're like, trying to like execute him and stuff. <laughs> they're trying to like try him and execute him.
0: It it was like they were trying to make like a kind of a dream construction and reality in that episode, right? Yeah. Which I guess you could say the village itself is kind of that too but uh well
1: that's sort of an interesting thing is that you're seeing it's it's really interesting to me that the at the end of the episode he's like i was just taking a vacation and throws brochures out because i feel like we've kind of seen that as a theme so far where it's like he gets to the village and there's the guy giving him maps and there's definitely it it you know the whole thing feels like a vacation so it's like how ironic you quit because you want a vacation and you have a vacation you're somewhere off, off an island right
0: right but i don't think that's where he wanted to go for vacation yeah but sometimes your vacation sucks it's too bad this wasn't a few years later and he could have like thrown down like a bunch of like theme park brochures <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it was like he throws down the magic kingdom brochure yeah 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 that's where <laughs> just I think. wanted
0: to go to magic kingdom i that, I just want to go to disneyland right, well, that, of course uh, yes that's different yeah place. you're
1: right magic kingdom would not have existed that's that, why i said two years later another 15 years yeah disneyland would have existed disneyland i think existed already
0: they could not very far maybe a six flags or two yeah yeah <laughs> it turns out that um number six to go to coney island geek yeah I, I i hurt my back and neck for like two weeks after the cyclone when you wrote it was the last time I
1: well, the one time I rode the cyclone at Coney Island, they'd replaced the seats with like leather love seats.
0: Yeah, I think you've brought this one up before, to be honest. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was like, what's going on, dude? But I rode it by myself, so I just kept sliding left and right on the whole thing. Same,
0: same here. I was the only one on like the entire coaster. So that probably didn't help. <laughs> so you gotta weight those things down a little bit to have them work properly. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately the Georgia cyclone was
1: actually far rougher than the coney island cyclone when they tore that down
0: yeah yeah i feel like we've hopefully not had that conversation on this podcast before but we've had it on one podcast Mm. (laughs) yeah i was really
1: distraught to listen to some episode of the twilight zone podcast and hear myself make the same point twice
0: it's like ah no well sometimes you gotta double down on your points right i mean he curses he goes to the same party three times in this episode that's true. At least we're not going to the same party three times. Was it swinging music the whole time? Because basically, I, I, I saw A B went to bed, woke up, and watched C. Right, and and then I'm this morning. I'm like, oh, they're really swinging, jamming at that party. And was that the case the first time?
1: I think so. Okay, seemed like a fun party. Actually, no. I think the first time it was sort of like magical harp music because you were it's supposed to be like, oh, look at this wonderful party it actually does seem like it, i was kind of jealous i do kind of want to go to that party
0: and by c it's just like scum rock okay and then i did kind of track that a little bit right
1: yeah yeah but i wish i absolutely wish i could be at that party i'd I'd go into a dream where i could go to that party except for i don't want a gun pointed at my head while <laughs> and try to convince someone to sell out <laughs> <laughs> or anything like that or get beat up by henchmen. Okay. i guess that's just what happens there what kind Did of party you, is that, anyway? Uh spy party. It's just like, you imagine, like, if, if you, like, it's,
0: it's spy parties are exactly like
1: your regular parties, but this just people keep getting abducted and beaten up and <laughs> driven off to, to other locations to get beaten up.
0: <laughs> Ain't a spy party if that
1: doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like instead of your friends, like, crying and getting drunk, then they just, like, all get abducted, like, karate chop each other. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs>
1: You're like, oh, I was so hungover. I, didn't, I hope I didn't sell any secrets last night.
0: Better than the Illuminati party, right?
1: Yeah, I have no idea what that is. I assume that that's like eyes wide like... shut. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Nobody's um, told me it was good. It's really good. It's just, it's bizarre. It's like a dream. It's a dream movie. Okay. Um, maybe i should watch it for christmas then you you just have to remember like like especially like scenes with tom and nicole um you're you're watching 700th take energy right it's like i don't know what you want (laughs) stanley and i'm just gonna do something
1: crazy i mean 700th uh, take energy from people who are not in love with each other at all
0: yeah yeah well yeah yeah Although Nicole's later said, "No, I actually, make that movie it was a fine time." So it was after when the Scientologists came back in that the the poopy hit the fan. Hmm. So they yeah, who knows? Having, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, no, no, that, that is, I mean, it's it's you know, it's the Barry Lyndon strain of Kubrick, right? It's, it's hmm. you don't, it doesn't have the flash of uh, uh well, the the Illuminati party has some flash. So, and actually, I would say that it has some prisoner. You know, mind bleepery vibes, uh, too, because how they're like in, in that case, it's like, you know, Tom's character's like at the you know, he's a, a high powered doctor, and that now, but now he's like rubbing elbows with the uh, the real
2: elite class,
0: right? So, yeah, being made to show that he ain't he ain't crap, but uh, kind of it's like... the prisoner. I, although, in the prisoner, um, you know, number six is you know, he's like kind of the king of the village, right? They're not trying to um, embarrass him and leave him out they're trying to plummet he's the most important thing here right clearly they if they wanted to kill him they would have killed him by
1: now it's like they've they've had no short in fact people seem to get yelled at for almost killing him
0: right right so that's my point so that that's a big difference where um he's kind of the, the king of the palace in a way so he's
1: like the tom cruise of the village
0: do you M imagine Knight, what on. if they?
1: What if they just made this remade this entire show, but with Tom Cruise?
0: Will they? Who's that? That's number it six.
1: six. They Ian it McKellen, like... but I don't think oh. Ian McKellen was the no. prisoner
0: in that. I think he was oh. the number two. I want to say Jim Casio, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong. <laughs> Let's have a quick look at that. I haven't seen the remake at all. I've you know I've seen this show a few times, but uh. Well, you know what we should do after we're
1: done with this this prisoner is just do that one
0: maybe yeah sure uh, um excuse just, to watch it my brain's just rupturing because i can't remember like who's yeah i it. guess it is jim caviziel yeah is that is, how you say jesus his name? oh yeah here it says it stars both jesus christ Caviz- and
1: Gandalf.
0: caviziel i've never Cav- known but ian mckellen
1: is number two for the entire series what kind of crazy shit is that well he does a better job
0: he's good at it that's he's weird. not like he's not like the guy in this one i'm not used to that
1: <laughs> that's so weird and i'm seeing a bunch of people with three digit numbers 832 Ooh, 909 be... 1891 what's going on man this is it's a crazy fully,
0: it's a fully stocked village
1: four digit number people oh there's an m2 they're just putting letters in there they ran out of absolute numbers. madness
0: yeah okay oh yeah encyclopedia what is that that's weird i
1: like i like the fact that the first user review says cult's knobs
0: lay off right on but would yeah. anyone
1: really want to see a verbatim remake of a 1960s tv series come on people they remake
0: everything they don't know,
1: they don't it's make just, original it's just things anymore. It's funny. It's just funny that someone would just bother to (laughs) to lay into people who didn't want this. And then it also has 20 upvotes and 27 downvotes. So, I mean, obviously (laughs) people are not that didn't resonate with anyone. I just I it kind of makes me laugh when people's argument is like, come on. (laughs) You know, it's just that that just isn't an argument. (laughs) Come on it.
0: Um, come on no, it I mean now it's like oh Westworld that's like the most original show ever it's like what <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that's one of those where people swear that the first season is great and then the rest of it's garbage or something yeah, just I haven't like, watched
0: any of that I, I saw a bit of the first season but yeah people are like oh it's so original I'm like okay it is but it's, <laughs> it's still a remake folks <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. I mean, uh, you know, I think it, it's so
1: different that it probably doesn't even matter that it's called Westworld.
0: I haven't been able to commit to any. I've heard of some of these shows are quite good, but I haven't been able to commit to any of these TV shows that are like, we're going to make a single movie into like a five season thing. You know, like a Snowpiercer, Piercer, 12 Monkeys have that. Something else completely yeah. insane had that. And I've heard both those shows are quite good, but I'm like, I can't be bothered, you know?
1: I, I understand. It's like part of why. I've, been watching Andor is that they're like two seasons and it's over, so it's like that has been really good. But it's like it's nice to have just
0: a promise that it's not going to go on forever. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. I mean, that's just like an extended movie. Although in that case, why don't you just make <laughs> a movie? But yeah, honestly, like I
1: honestly hope the guy who does Andor just goes and remakes the original trilogy.
0: <laughs> sure, why not?
1: I I like it that much. I I'm just like just yeah
0: let that guy do anything he wants it's great he he can make another prisoner with ian mcclellan is number six and jim Castle <laughs> is number two
1: <laughs> he'll just make, make a just make a series that's the prisoner but it's star wars and it's like boba fett trapped inside of the uh the sarlacc
0: city oh <laughs> yeah, he's inside trapped the
1: inside the sarlacc and there's a bunch of people in there like <laughs> welcome to sarlacc <laughs>
0: That sounds too gloopy of a show. I, I feel like the tarlock was <laughs> gloopy inside.
1: Yeah, it could be called the gloop, gloopy prisoner.
0: <laughs> um, as for this podcast, uh, we I, uh, we're part support us on Patreon under the umbrella of Podcastio Podcastius. We talk about the Twilight Zone, Time Enough podcast, sci-fi movies, and Matt and Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary, and you'll find some gaming stuff with clubs pokemon monster mash and the game game show um i mean i asked if you have anything to plug but you don't even know when this is yeah plug plug yourself america All right.
1: and world i don't know plug it up <laughs> that's it get a model train set watch the trains go around you should do that Get get a model train set. Put it put a hamburger on the tracks. Get the hamburger with the train. Look at all that. Look at that. You just, you just made a problem. <laughs> uh, I was so close to not breaking. Anyway,
0: I was wondering how long you're going with that. So, <laughs> mm. that's a place to go? Really anyway,
1: uh, dream about you know. Dream about a French party.
2: Let me show you evolution. I will show you evolution. Opening penial glands by early dawn We dance a massacre to be reborn Nourishing the soul Before the flood What's without Is that what you need TVs flick on a blue lotus speed. In this lucidity Long before the day Our fossils be bound to Fight away I will show you On sky planes of the rosy moe, my circus dance to be reborn. I've sky planes of the rosy mum, my circus dance to be reborn. I've sky planes of the Rosie mum. My circus dance to be reborn. I've sky of the Rosie bone. My circus dance to be reborn.